0: apartment friends, it's me, Leslie Mathis, with the Multifamily Streamline Podcast. I hope you all had the merriest Christmas and the happiest new year. Cheers to 2023 and all that it may hold for each of us. While I am not naive enough to think we all ended 2022 with a bang and are ready to kick off the new year, I ha- I am here to encourage you to hit the reset button, especially if it's been a tough one, and prepare for the new year ahead. There is something encouraging about a new day, a new month, and even a new year. Sometimes, though, we put too much hype around the new and then it becomes overwhelming or we put too much pressure on ourselves to conquer the world in just a few days or the first week. Years ago, I was reminded of somewhat, of something someone really special told me while I was a kid. She said, what well, you do the first day of the year, it will be how you spend the new year. Well, many times I took that too literal and spent the day doing all the things that I wanted to make up my new year, healthy food, exercise, work, family time, self-improvement, the so-called air quotes, important stuff. But now at 45, almost 46, I realized what she was telling me was to set the intention for the year and make that my focus. See, by doing that day in and day out, you can prepare and put into action what is important to you and the goals you have set for the year. The funny part is when that memory came flooding back to me, I stopped partying on New Year's Eve because I didn't want to feel bad on New Year's Day because that dang sure wasn't how I wanted to spend the next 364 days. And listen, I still make my favorite my family eat a spoonful of black-eyed peas for good luck while still adding a little tree to cornbread. They don't like collards, so I don't even go there anymore. But this year, I did make cabbage. A little green never hurt anybody. My oldest reminds me, though, that she doesn't believe in luck, superstitions, or any of those old wives' tales. I think they add charm to life sometimes, so I often still embrace them. But Lainey probably right. Because the truth is, it's not luck, again, in air quotes, but the intention and the power of words. It's the focus you are setting out into the world that you are going to put in the work to make this the best day, week, or even year possible. But how do we break that down into goals throughout the year to ensure we stay on track? I am sure you don't want to be like me and look up midway through the year to realize you either didn't have a word for the year or perhaps you lost focus and just don't even recall. Maybe the worst part about that is I was too lost and discouraged to even look back to see what the truth was in more ways than one. See, time passes by so quickly that before you know it, if you're not careful, time has slipped right past you. Remember my podcast story? One January, I wanted to do a podcast, had the idea, and of course, I thought it was brilliant. Honestly, there were no podcasts even in our space, or at least that I could find. I was too scared to even share my idea with anyone because I thought that they would steal it. I thought about it, asked around how to do it. Nobody really had a clue, at least in my network, and a whole year slipped by. I was back at the same conference one year later where I had the idea and I still had nothing to show for. At the time, I was listening to Rachel Hollis and often heard her say, just get started. So what? You don't know how to do whatever you're doing? Just do something. That was kind of her experience in a nutshell in the beginning. Just start writing. Just start showing up, etc. You be the one to fill in the hole where there is a need. So I just started. To this day, three years later, I record my podcast on my phone, sometimes even sitting in my car like today, and I do my own editing unless it's an interview and needs the intro and outro spliced in. And guess what? I have a guy for that, and because there's a company out there, He can help with all the things. You don't need to know all the answers. Just get started and then keep going. Eventually, we will make this a fancy podcast. But to me, the content is more important than music and a fancy intro and all the other little snippets. But to be honest, because I do this on my free time, I worry about the additional 24 hours James needs to turn around the edits. Eventually, we will get there, but until then, I just want to make sure you all have uh, what you're getting, and good content is really all it's about for me. Perhaps you saw my Instagram video last week, but before we dive in to identifying your word for the year, I wanted to share my top five for getting your year kicked off right professionally for your properties and your portfolio. It may sound simple, but you would be surprised how many have not even done it. So my five tips and tricks to get 2023 started. There's no true secret sauce, but each year I take a look and set my goals for the year. Where I start is number one, I review my budgets before the first of the year and make sure we are aligned to hit the first month's goals. I also take a minute to identify quarterly goals and outline in addition to adding to my calendar for follow-up. Number two, in addition to ensuring I have reviewed my budget and understanding my business plan, I take time to set some stretch goals for each project and then also for myself. Number three, once I've identified both goals and have outlined, I set a meeting with my boss and clients to ensure we're all on the same page. Number four. If I was on site or an RPM, I would take a look at accounting and AP to make sure there were no 2022 misses that I might need to clean up right out of the gate. No matter how long we have worked on this, it still happens, and knowing there is a miss is half the battle. And then number five, in addition to my property goals, I set my personal and professional goals and identify an action plan with checks and balances in place to ensure that I meet those goals throughout the year. I also identify and schedule any professional development events I might want to attend. If registration isn't open, I set a reminder to register. If it's not an event, but rather a mentoring type experience, I schedule and outline those goals as well. Investing in ourselves is super important, and while it might feel like we are throwing a lot at you in this first podcast episode of the year, I don't want too much time to pass, even a week, without giving you the thought or idea to work on your 2023 goals and word for the year. Perhaps we should have focused on this in December, but you know what? We are doing it now. Choosing your word for the year. What does that look like? I think it has changed over the years for me. And honestly, like I already shared, I think I missed last year and all the chaos of chasing somebody else's dream. Last week, I sat down and spent some time around my word and what it would be for 2023. And luckily, it just easily came to me. It's not always like that. But you all, I had spent a lot of time around my goals at the end of Q4. My favorite song is Living by Dirk Bentley, and it has been for a long time, and it just popped into my head. I knew that was my answer for 2023. Living. Matthew Bohonica A says it's living, no G, because it's a verb. Set into action. This year, I want to be living my best life, living out my professional dreams and goals, living out the calling I have to add value to our industry. I want to be living the action both personally and professionally. So, my tip to you is to write out your top five to ten goals for the year and what it will take to get there. See, if we don't write the steps we are willing to take to get there, then it's just a dream. We have to make the commitment to how we are getting there. Think about an easy example. I'm going to lose 20 pounds this year. Well, You know that if you don't write down a plan, more than likely, it just isn't going to happen. And think about this. If you are going to lose those 20 pounds over the course of a year, if you break that down into monthly goals, that is less than two pounds a month. And then you add a few action items to hit that goal. And guess what? You are a heck of a lot closer to reaching those goals. Y'all, we need a plan. It's our growth strategy, just like we do for our properties. Now that you have written down your goals and the steps you are going to take to get there, we need to sit with it and reflect on it for a few minutes or even a few days. And then normally, the outline of what it will take to get there will become your word for the year. Intentional, present, grit, grace, perseverance, or maybe just like me, it's living. Matthew McConaughey is all over social right now with a challenge about choices, so I am assuming that is his word for 2023, which kudos to him. That seems like a really great one. Think about that. Throughout the year, as things arise, you have a choice. What choices are you going to make and how does that align with your goals? It could just be the very thing that holds you accountable. The other thing I like to do once I have my word is find a way to keep it top of mind. I used to do a vision board, but since we have been in transition the last few years with selling a house, plans to build a new one, and then deciding to live with my parents, I just didn't really have room to put it up. But, Or at least that's how I felt, and I didn't pursue any further. But there are other ways to do it. Since August and working on my 1, 5, and 10-year goals monthly, I take those goals and dreams out and I read them to make sure I am staying on track. In the past, I have bought inspirational jewelry that encompasses my work. Etsy has lots of ideas, and one of my favorites is Brian Anthony's jewelry. Each piece comes with a card and its meaning. My new favorite right now is the b Just a little snippet from the inspirational card says, but trust me when I say that your journey is unfolding in the most beautiful of ways. May this season be the season where you discover that there is worth in your waiting and grace in your growth. May you choose to fall in love with the process, the moments that are making you and the path that is shaping you. As I have collected pieces over the last few years, I frame the card and put it where I can see it and I wear the piece as a reminder. I almost feel that this is the most important step of the process. If we don't keep it top of mind and ensure we are putting the plan into motion, we can look up and a whole year has passed. And because of life's distractions, we forgot what was so important to us at the beginning of the new year. It is so easy for that to happen, and I am certain that this is not our intention. There will be distractions along the way and mountains to climb, but keeping our goals top of mind and actions as priorities, even we have to pivot or something takes longer than we think, we can still keep moving forward. One last thought. If I got a few of you sideways today because you spent New Year's Day on the couch nursing a hangover and you didn't do all the things that you want to spend time around in 23, don't worry. You can have a do-over today or even tomorrow to set your intention for the new year. I'm always here to help. Streamline Multifamily Group is growing and I'm always working towards more ways to support and improve our multifamily world. There will be more to come on all of these initiatives, but since it's going But since it's the new year it seemed like a good time to share. Streamline is now offering asset management services, social media content and curation, playbooks, lease up strategy rollout, development consulting, auditing, and what I think will be most beneficial to this audience is coaching and mentoring weekly inspirational and operational emails, weekly calls to kick off the day to set the intention, and an amazing women's empowerment and leadership event that will take place October 10th in Nashville. More to come on all these announcements, and I'm so excited for all that 2023 has to hold. See you back here next week.